Death in Dakota depicts true crime cases and disasters. This particular episode involves possible spiritual and physical abuse. This content may be disturbing for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Additionally, this case involves ongoing court cases. All persons mentioned in this episode are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Hello, Death in Dakota listeners. This episode will be a little different than other ones. I hope you enjoy the experience. If you're looking for more traditional reporting of true crime cases or disasters, I encourage you to check out some of our other episodes. For those of you who stay, this is Death in Dakota, Season 1, Episode 4, Love and Lemurs. I'm going to tell you a story that might be hard to believe at first. Thousands of years ago, the Queen of Lemuria wandered about her kingdom. The Bible and the Book of Revelations, the Hopi prophecy belonging to the Hopi people in modern-day Arizona, the Celestian prophecy, a New Age spiritual book, point to a divine being that was here and will one day return. For some traditions, this figure is called Jesus, White Buffalo Calf Woman, Spider Woman, Great Spirit. This being, whatever its name may be, will return and elevate all of humanity from the third dimension of the matrix, where we are now in the awakening of consciousness, to the fifth, a dimension in which love is the only thing that exists. And there is good news, great news. This deity is back. We are living now in the age of all that has been foretold to us. You are living in the age everyone throughout history has been searching and waiting for. In a small rural Colorado town, there was a woman. You can call her Mother God. You can call her mom. Mother God was born from a combination of love and the unknown. She gave birth to the souls of all of creation and, with the help of Father God, created the world we see today some 19 billion years ago. If you grew up in Sunday school, you may have heard that Eve was pulled from Adam, but this isn't true. Eve created Adam. Mother God created Father God, for women are the source of life. They are the ones that give birth. They are the ones that are creative. Men, men support women. They physically manifest what the woman dreams. So forget what you have known previously. Forget the world in which men come first and women second. Forget everything the outside world has told you. Everything you have heard before today is a lie. A carefully crafted set of lies. Lies designed to keep you in the dark because the world thinks that you're simple. It thinks you're stupid. But you're not stupid, are you? 
I think you're quite clever. I think you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. I think you're supposed to be hearing this message. And, and you felt this, right? I mean, the idea that there might be something more, that something isn't right, that something is missing, and you're right because something is. Mother God and Father God created 144,000 souls, and then they left it up to us. We started creating universes and planets and expanding creation from star to star, sea to sea, but everyone wasn't on board with this plan. There was an archangel, perhaps perhaps you've heard of him. I mean, you're very smart, so of, of course you have. His name was Jehovah, and he decided to separate from all of creation. He wanted to be God. He wanted all of that power for himself. He removed himself from the unity of consciousness and started making his own creations. Dark creations. Dark species. Dark realms. This is how the light was created, because now, suddenly, there was dark. In the beginning, everything was light. Everything was love, and then it was separated, and the darkness sunk in. Mother and father did not abandon us, though. They started to plan. They knew that in order to one day unify, they first had to separate. See, father would go down into the dark and master its secrets so that he could one day bring it back to light. When he went down into that darkness to bring it back to light, he was no longer called Father God, but Lucifer. Remember to forget everything you've heard before. Everything they told you was a lie spun from the fabrics of this perfect truth. Mother God stayed in the light so she could continue to create, continue to make beauty. But she couldn't create alone, so from her heart she made a love mirror. This being is called the father of the multiverse. This father, mother God, and father God are the holy trinity. See, see, they left out the feminine part in the version they gave to you because they know, they know that the feminine part is powerful. It made the entire universe. It made, it made everything. So Lucifer started climbing up, mastering each layer of darkness as he went, while Mother God began climbing down into this realm, this, this 3D world we inhabit today. They were trying to find their way back to each other. And they have almost done it. It's been 19 billion years, but they are finally almost done. This is the hope you have been waiting for. On every other planet, darkness has been eradicated. Earth is all that is left to cleanse. Earth is the center of mom's heart, so they saved this planet for last. Father God has brought all of the remaining darkness right here. That's why you've been so confused, so lonely, so sad. That's, that's the weight of the darkness of the years of manipulation that they did to you. Mother God has been here. This is her 534th lifetime. She's trying to bring all of us into consciousness. She's trying to help us to help you ascend. 
Her most famous lifetime, the time she came the closest, was when she lived as Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus was a woman. I know that's not what you've been told. You've been told he was a man and that he hung on a cross and he died for you, but they have been misleading you. Mom came as Jesus. She was trying to bring us all into consciousness and they killed her for it. They killed her because she was trying to make us all more loving. They lied to you about her because that is how revolutionary love is. That's the story of mother, but now I want to tell you the story of the world. Originally, we were a 5D planet. We all lived in love in the great ancient civilization of Lemuria. Mom was the queen. And the man you may have heard called President Donald Trump was mom's earthly dad. There, there was another civilization with us called Atlantis. You've, you've heard of Atlantis, haven't you? Well, Atlantis thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago lived in a 3D, 4D paradigm. It's, it's not important that you understand that fully now. You have plenty of time to understand. You just need to know that they lived in a 3D, 4D paradigm. Atlantis broke into Lemuria and stole their crystal technology, and they tried to use it for themselves because, well, they're greedy. But you can't use crystal technology in a 3D space because it's a 5D technology. Their decision to use it was akin to dropping an atomic bomb. It blew this planet apart and sunk Atlantis and Lemuria to the bottom of the sea. That's why the paradise of our homeland is lost to us now. That's why you feel so unmoored. So the explosion knocked the planet onto a crash course for a black hole and knocked all of us back down into the third dimension. It was such a big hit that we forgot who we were that we were once God with God. The reason that you feel powerless right now, the reason you feel confused, unmoored, separated, unloved, unworthy, that's what forgetfulness feels like. And once we were confused, we were taken over by the 1% elite. These creatures, lizards and Illuminati, were not created by mom. They are soulless. Their power depends on us being kept down. That's why you don't trust the government and the wealthy. They need to keep you suppressed so that they maintain their power over you. This is why they lie to you. Lie after lie has passed down from generation to generation because they need to control you. They need to confuse you to keep their power. In order to ascend, we need to get out of our mind and back into our hearts. We need to feel again. Don't you want to feel again? Mom is here now. She has scaled the depths of consciousness and climbed the mountain so we can be home, so we can be united once again. She has been working for 14 years in this current lifetime to help us reach the light. She is the only one who can help you, who can help me, who can help any of us. She has had over 500 lifetimes to live, every kind of human experience, so she knows exactly how to help you. We are finally at a point in humanity's history where there is enough light to flip the table, to allow all of us to ascend. If this is resonating with you at all, if you feel any kind of pull on your heart for a life that is beyond this moment, this, this is your sign to join us. 
We are about to witness the culmination of 19 billion years of work. We are about to know how it feels to be united once again. And if you have questions, that's okay. Ask us more. If you need proof, book a healing session with us. We exist to give you a better life, to heal what has been broken in you. You know what? Thank you for even listening to this story. I mean, what do you say? Would you, would you like to join us? Would you like to finally wake up and live a life that is full of love? In 1864, zoologist Philip Slaughter noticed something odd. Fossils belonging to a group of animals he referred to as lemurs, but included various primate groups, were found in India and Madagascar. Yet fossils of these animals weren't found on the African continent or in the Middle East. Philip Slaughter had an idea that might explain how this was possible. What if India and Madagascar were once a part of the same landmass? He proposed that a continent might have stood in the Atlantic and Indian Oceans, and then at some point, they split off into smaller islands, some of which attached to Africa, some to Asia, and some freestanding where they were now. He called this continent, this lost continent, Lemuria, in honor of the fossils that suggested its existence. If you know the history of geography, you'll know that Philip wasn't far off from the reality of what happened. Lemuria was widely accepted at its time, but disappeared when a new understanding replaced it. Plate tectonics explained the mechanics of how land masses could once be fused together and then separate. The land currently referred to as India, and the land currently called Madagascar, were fused together with the continents Africa, South America, Antarctica, and Australia, on a supercontinent called Gondwana. This supercontinent had separated from the original supercontinent, the one that I was familiar with, Pangaea. Lemuria was an important step in the scientific process of understanding how the world used to work. But then, at least scientifically, it was replaced with a better understanding. But the idea of it lingered. A secret continent erased from the world, enchanted sci-fi and fantasy writers similarly to the lost city of Atlantis. It has also made its way into New Age philosophies as a forewarning of a sort of apocalyptic event involving the rapid shifting of the Earth's poles. On April 28, 2021, a woman known to her followers as the Queen of Lemuria was found dead and mummified in a trailer near Crestone, Colorado. In addition to being the Lemurian queen, she claimed to have been reincarnated 534 times prior, living the lives of famous spiritual leaders like Jesus Christ and historical women like Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, and Marilyn Monroe. In all, the soul of Amy Carlson had lived for 19 billion years. The story you heard in the first part of this podcast was adapted from recruitment documents linked by Guru Mag. It should give you an idea about the group's theology and overall purpose. 
The group Love Has Won raised funds through daily live streams that asked thousands of donors across the world for money and sold New Age healing products. The group allegedly also made money from cashing members' social security and disability checks, trust funds, and blank checks donors had been tricked into leaving behind. The thing about cults that many people wonder is how exactly someone could fall for a scheme that is so incredibly obviously false. But we all believe things that seem, on some level, kind of crazy. For example, we believe in a start to the universe that religious or secular requires faith. None of us were there. We put the faith in religious texts or scientific ones to teach us the story of how we got here, to provide insight into where we're going next. Joe Thornley wrote an incredible book about cults I highly recommend you read. It's called Zealot, a book about cults. And she opens the book this way, writing, quote, Arguments rage about what the definition of a cult is, and what its essential characteristics are. The number of cults in existence pretty much depends on where your personal slider is positioned on the scale. A loose definition, with few criteria, would sit Catholicism square on the cult couch, whereas a tighter definition, with numerous strict criteria, would eliminate all but the crazy and dangerous." End quote. Former followers of Amy Carlson, a woman who is frequently referred to as, quote, Mother God, have described the group she led, called Love Has Won, as a cult. But like Joe said, what exactly that means, and who all is included, depends on how you define it. Regardless of the situation she died in, Amy Carlson seemed to have a pretty normal childhood. She grew up in Dallas, Texas, and got straight A's in school. She was popular and liked singing. By her early 20s, she had married three different men and mothered one child per husband, two daughters and a son. At some point, she started spending more time on the computer and meeting up with strangers who she talked about aliens with. Then, when she was 30 years old, she walked away from her life forever, leaving her kids, her job at McDonald's, and the rest of her family behind. Amy would later claim that she didn't want to leave her family, but that her, quote, angels made her do so, in order to fulfill her mission of a higher calling, a calling to save humanity. She claimed that her heart broke every day for a year with having to leave her family in pursuit of her purpose. Part of her purpose involved spiritual healings, which she claimed in a September 2020 interview with Dr. Phil to have done over 100,000 of. These involved spiritually removing someone's brain, cleansing it, and putting it back in. They could be performed anywhere, so listeners and followers of the group's daily live streams could participate no matter where they were in the world. According to Hope and Aurora, two of the group's prominent spokeswomen, Amy was doing about 30 of these miraculous surgeries per day, the patients of which all had amazing testimonies of their effectiveness. These miracles were part of her work as Mother God, a role she held with Love Has Won for 12 years in September of 2020. But she had been with the group, originally called Galactic Federation of Light, for three years prior to her work as Mother God. According to Andrew Profaki, a former member of the Love Has Won group, Amy claimed to be Mother God, saying, quote, She created the heaven and earth with Father God, and she is it. She is G-O-D. 
That's what she believed. Andrew had been in a car crash and was looking for a spiritual awakening. After joining their online chat room, he flew to Denver International Airport in 2015 and drove out to a remote area of Colorado. He was hoping to play a small role in the group's activities, learning spiritual practices and helping with the website. This is how most of the cult's core members came to be associated with the group. At the time of Amy's death, there were 12 to 20 full-time members. They would watch the daily live streams, join the group online, and be transformed. Then they would fly to Denver and drive to the group's home in Crestone. Andrew may have had a set of ideas about what he was going to do once he got there, but Amy had different ones. According to her, Father God was going to use Andrew to come to the planet. Andrew would ultimately become intimately involved with Amy and play the role of Father God for the group for about 10 months before leaving. During his time with the group, Andrew said he came to both respect and fear Amy. During the day, she was brilliant and insightful, more than anyone he had ever met. Yet at night, Andrew claimed she drank eight or nine highball glasses of mostly vodka and would become someone loud and angry in her drunken state. One viral moment that led to outrage across the internet featured Amy picking up a cat by its scruff and holding it there until it stopped moving, screaming at it, quote, whore. In another viral video, Amy dealt with a screaming child by locking them in a closet for two minutes. According to the group, Amy had been known to kick members out for engaging in drug use. Current members claim she abstains from any drug, while former members have mentioned meth and weed on the property that Amy, but no one else, participates in. Group spokeswomen have claimed that she avoided any pharmaceuticals due to her being an organic being, while drugs are manufactured. While members are not allowed to use alcohol, Amy was. Alcohol is an organic substance, a natural painkiller, according to the group, so her consumption of that was fine. In fact, her ability to drink such a large quantity of alcohol at once is what proved to many of her followers that she was God. A mortal simply couldn't have consumed that much liquor. And Amy wasn't just any organic substance. She was the embodiment of the earth. According to group spokeswomen, Amy's fits of tempers or expletives that were sometimes leaked were the result of the pooling of lower emotions due to how humanity treats the earth. The current Father God, or at least the Father God near the time of Amy's death, was a 44-year-old man named Jason Castillo, a man with a loud, booming voice and a history of drunk driving, breaking and entering, and child neglect. He preached for the group and disciplined members when they went astray, such as bringing mother the wrong entree for dinner meatballs instead of chicken parmesan. Taylor, who was not listed with the last name in the Vice documentary I watched, gave a sense of the daily rhythms of her time in the cult. After four hours of sleep, members would wake up at 5 a.m. in time for the daily live stream at 6. Former members have claimed that there were rules that they weren't allowed to sit throughout the day, which the group denies. A spokeswoman for the group claims that these people probably grew up accustomed to laying on the couch all day and that the group required participation, which made that kind of lifestyle impossible to accommodate. Other members have corroborated Taylor's claims about sleep deprivation, adding starvation to the list. Former members claimed to have only been allowed to sleep two to four hours a night 
and that they lost upwards of 25 pounds in the first six weeks due to fasting. This is a popular tactic of cults because sleep-deprived and hungry people are more susceptible to brainwashing and manipulation. Additionally, former members have claimed that group morale is low in the group and includes frequent allegations from other members that you've been spending too much time in lower energies. Occasionally, members claimed they were forced to confess their sins against Mother God in front of the video livestream audience. Former members have also claimed that Amy had sex with many of her followers, both men and women, despite claiming that homosexuality is, quote, ego being resistant to God's divine plan. Former members also claim that exile was a big threat to you if you gave in too often to a low frequency, whatever that meant. One member remembers a woman being kicked out and left in the middle of a campground with no supplies. Others were banished to a remote spot in the woods, the group calls Desolation Row, until they can transform to a higher level. It's possible that this is what happened to Alex Witten on May 23rd, 2020, about a year before Amy's body would be found. Alex was married to his wife and the father of two children when he began watching the group's live streams twice per day. His wife said he had no history of mental illness or interest, really, in any kind of spirituality or religion. They lived a typical life, made a six-figure income, lived in a nice home as a loving family. Yet his wife, Arian, says he would leave in the middle of dinner to watch their videos. He completed a psychic surgery, the procedure in which Amy spiritually removes her brain, cleanses it, and then puts it back in. Arian said, quote, I immediately noticed a darkness in him after that session. His eyes were just so dark after the sessions. Just six weeks into watching the group's videos, Alex walked away from his typical American life and made his way to the group's Colorado home. In a May 21st video, Alex is seen in the living room saying, quote, I'm internally grateful to have found the mother. I've dropped everything in order to come here to honor mother the physical mother, Jesus, on earth. Looking into the camera, Alex says, quote, We need you all to get here. Come to mom and help mom in all ways possible. According to Arian, Alex spent the next morning with Father God Jason Castillo, trying to, quote, remove the darkness. But it was too much for Jason, and he told Alex he would have to do the rest of it on his own. He had three days to make it happen. Police doctors and Arian believe that at this point, Alex was drugged. On that evening's live stream, group members appeared without Alex. They were heard saying they didn't like his energy. They didn't want to babysit, quote, whores that desert God. Earlier that day, Alex had called his mother and told her he was walking to the airport, a distance that would take a car about three hours to drive. Alex's family was concerned and organized a search party. Three days after he had left his family for the cult compound in Colorado, Alex was found stumbling naked and dehydrated through the Colorado wilderness. He was hallucinating and talking about being wounded by the elements and communicating telepathically with Amy. After many hours of convincing, Alex agreed to stay with his brother in a hotel room before finally returning home. Weeks after the incident, Arian said that while Alex was no longer watching the live streams, 
He still believed he was here for a particular purpose and on the road to doing something good. Alex's story is just one of dozens I came across in the sources I read and watched for this week's episode. Concerned families from across the United States watch the live streams to keep tabs on their loved ones who have left their lives behind to follow Amy. In August of 2020, the group was living on the Hawaiian island of Kauai. Amy claimed to be the Hawaiian goddess Pele, the deity of volcanoes and fire, who is purported to be the creator of the Hawaiian islands. Protests from locals erupted that included Hawaiian prayers, driftwood fires, and eggs and rocks being thrown through the windows of the rented property. The mayor was able to convince the group to leave, and they eventually flew to Maui, and then back home to Colorado in September of 2020. By then, Amy reported that she was in poor health, paralyzed from the waist down, and full of cancer. In April of 2021, the group was living in an RV park in Mount Shasta, California, a town near the state's northern edge. A few weeks before authorities thought she died, a photo was taken of her in which she looked emaciated with thin hair and purplish skin, possibly due to an overdose of colloidal silver, a dietary supplement that many alternative healers believe can cure diseases like AIDS, herpes, and TB. The Love Has One cult believed that silver could cure COVID-19, which obviously was popular at this time in history. Consumption of the substance can lead to discoloration of the skin, seizures, and eventually organ failure. The group was asked by management to leave their Mount Shasta residence due to overcrowding in the RV park. On April 10th, 2021, Amy Carlson, Mother God, the reincarnation of Christ on Earth, was seen for the last time. On or around April 29th, 2021, sheriff's deputies were approached by a man with a strange story. He had let a group of people who were experiencing homelessness stay with him. He had gone to Denver for a trip and, when he returned, found a dead body in his back bedroom. The group were comprised of members of Love Has Won, a group the deputies were familiar with, after multiple reports streamed in from people across the country who were concerned for their family members. Deputies stormed the group's home in Crestone on the authority of a wellness check. They found the body of a woman wrapped in a sleeping bag. She was mummified and had her eyes removed from their sockets. The sleeping bag was wrapped in Christmas lights and her eye sockets were decorated with some kind of glitter. The arrest affidavit called the display a, quote, shrine. Two children, a two-year-old who belonged to the man who had alerted police, and a 13-year-old that wasn't immediately clear who they belonged to, were in the house at the time. Group members told police that the body belonged to Amy Carlson. Investigators also found an SUV on the property with the seats put down. Law enforcement believed this vehicle was used to transport Amy's dead body from California to Colorado. Law enforcement believed she had died at least a couple weeks prior to finding her. A photo dated April 14th was found of an unconscious Amy in the arms of Jason Costillo. On April 16th, someone in the house called an ambulance for Amy, who was having trouble breathing and whose eyes were rolling into the back of her head. But when the ambulance came, they were told Amy wasn't there. 
Seven members of the Love Has Won group were arrested on a variety of charges, including abuse of a corpse and child abuse. In May of 2021, some of those charges were upgraded to abuse of a corpse, tampering with a deceased human body, and false imprisonment. Those cases are still ongoing at the time of this writing. On Facebook, the group released a statement following the arrest. It read, quote, We thank everyone for their full surrender to the divine plan. Mom will give you the next step in your heart in every present moment you're there. Mom enters. The team are respectfully honoring the process law enforcement require, and we are grateful for their diligence in protecting humanity. Mom deeply loves our law enforcement officers, as she does each and every one of her children. End quote. Amy Carlson was 45 at the time of her death, or as her followers call it, her ascension. Investigators don't believe foul play was responsible. As of June 2021, the group has splintered. The main group has renamed their Facebook page and YouTube channel to 5D Full Disclosure. The father god, Jason Castillo, has started his own group, which he calls Joy Reigns. If you are interested in learning more about this case, HBO announced in June of 2021 they would be producing a docuseries about the group and Amy Carlson. B. Schofield, a journalist from Guru Mag who was the first to report on Amy's death and a source for this episode, as well as many of the other sources I read, has a podcast produced by Uncovered Studios. It's called Love Has One Revealed and is available now on Spotify. This has been Death in Dakota, Season 1, Episode 4, Love and Lemurs. Sources for today's episode included the Wikipedia pages for Love Has Won, Lemuria, and Pele. I read an excerpt from Joe Thornley's book, Zealot, a book about cults, which is available for purchase from multiple retailers in physical, digital, and audiobook copies. I recommend the audiobook version. I also watched a documentary from Vice News, which is available on YouTube, and portions of the Love Has Won episode of Dr. Phil. I read a series of articles which include the following. She didn't deserve to die the way she did, says family of cult leader found dead and mummified, by Marissa Yachty for the Washington Post. Cult leader Mother God was found dead and mummified. Why are her followers celebrating? By Leora Yashari for Refinery29. Sun speaks out after alleged love has won cult leader found mummified in Colorado. By Nextstar Media Wire for Fox 4 Kansas City. Crestone cult love has won leaves man to die in desert by B. Scalfold for the Guru magazine. Love has won what we know about the cult whose leader was found mummified in Colorado by Greg Grazawi for the Independent, and a Denver Post article titled Mummified Remains of Love Has One Cult Leader Found in Group's Colorado Home, written by Noelle Phillips. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the handle Death in Dakota. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash deathindakota, or send us an email at deathindakota at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, we all have to die. Just try not to die in Dakota.